For over 25 years, I tried countless diets with the goal of just getting to a normal weight and holding it, but I always fell short. That is until 2009 when I unlocked the key to shifting my metabolism and my mindset so I could drop 80 pounds, reach a normal weight, and hold it, eating two to 3,000 calories a day. So, my beautiful butterflies, I think you know the time and place. The time is now. The place is here. The wait is over. Ladies and gentlemen, take your hands off that bagel and put them together for Dr. Kathleen Nash. What is up, you guys? It is your girl, Dr. Kathleen Nash, and I am so excited to be with you again today and give you some information. In fact, today I'm going to do something new. I'm actually going to have you listen in on a response that I gave to one of my recent butterflies who is talking to me about having an obstacle that kind of derailed her progress in the first 30 days of my program known as Reduce Phase and what should she do? Should she quit or should she keep going? And I thought it was such an important question, such an important lesson to learn that I would share my answer with you guys here today. So without further ado, I'm gonna quit talking and I'm gonna put in the answer starting now. Hey, what's up, you guys? Ah, happy Saturday morning. I thought that today I would give you a video um, answering a question that somebody asked in the Facebook group, but then leading it into a common basic tenant about reduced phase and people often having some kind of question that's similar to it. <clears throat> I know right now that doesn't make any sense, but bear with me. Also, I just woke up, so my voice is going to be all blecky for a little while, but I just really wanted to get you the information. So the first thing I want to do is I want to answer her question, and then I'm going to segue into an underlying question that comes up quite often when people are going through that first 30 days of the program. So when I ask some advice, I'm halfway through week three, and you've seen my challenges. Well, they continue. I have celiac disease and I check everything, but during the urgency of my allergic reaction, I didn't check my methylprednisone, which is not gluten-free. So now I have accidentally gluten myself. Uh, do I continue with reduce or do I just do retrain and start again? I have been sticking to reduce, but with this to add to the rest, I'm not sure if I don't just need to start again. Thanks so much. Um, so the first thing that I wanna do <clears throat> is I wanna answer Kelly's question directly. If I'm, the only way I can really answer you, Kelly, is for me to look at it as if the experience had happened to me, right? So let's say that I'm going along on my reduce phase, my first 30 days, <clears throat> and I'm hit with a few obstacles that kind of got me out of the blue and got me off guard and slowed down my weight loss, because that's ultimately what we're talking about here, right? I've had some obstacles, I've had some things snap up, and they have put a linchpin in my progress and they're sabotaging my, my weight loss and my, my overall experience. So should I just quit and go into retrain phase and start over after retrain phase? Or should I just try to keep going? Now, me personally, if I'm halfway through week three, even if I've had some obstacles or some things show up that have derailed my progress or my reduced phase wasn't perfect, I would still personally look at it like I have 10 to 12 days left of this thing. I am always going to have some obstacle that is going to show up when I'm in progression of a goal. So let's say that maybe I had, I'm in week three, halfway through week three, and I've only lost five pounds, 
let's say, right? All these other people are talking about how they're at like the 10 pound plus mark or whatever. And I'm only at five pounds because I've had these obstacles that showed up and they derailed me for a hot minute and then I had to get back on track. So what our brain is going to do is say, well, I've seen these obstacles show up and they're upsetting me and they're annoying me and they're making me uncomfortable and I just want to quit. So let's just quit. I would say no. I'm not going to quit because I still have 10 to 12 days left that I can make an impact on my weight loss. Also, I want to show my brain that we don't give up just because things don't go our way. Because the ultimate truth is, when in your life has anything ever gone perfectly your way? Think of anything you've ever tried to do. Chances are it's a very, very small bucket that you can put the that went exactly as planned event, right? More often than not, the experiences that we that we go through in any major undertaking are dirty, right? They don't proceed smoothly. We don't have 30 perfect days in reduce. We have some events that show up. We don't buy a house and everything runs smoothly. There's some crazy obstacle that they need at the last minute that threatens me even getting the house in the first place. We don't buy the car easily. We find out that they ordered the wrong car or there's not a car on the lot that matches what I need or suddenly the bank won't let the money go, Or right? There's always some obstacle in any major undertaking, right? Now, getting up and going to the bathroom, you probably execute that flawlessly on a daily basis. But big events in your life have probably all proceeded dirty, meaning something happened that didn't make it smooth sailing. Ideally, what you would want to do is push past those obstacles and say, you know what? No matter what comes my way, I am going to finish what I started. Even if the obstacles that were presented to me were not my fault, something happened outside of my control. My control that I do have is to act and the way my reaction to them. Does that make sense? If my reaction is always to quit, then I'm setting a precedent up to my brain that, hey, when it gets hard and it doesn't go our way, just quit. I don't want to do that, right? And I'm not underpinning, I'm not lowering the effect of the obstacles that Kelly has specifically had. I'm just saying, I don't want to give my brain the precedent that it gets to quit. When crappy things happen, we work through the crappy things, right? And we get it done no matter what. So you, that way you could turn around and say, you know what? There were all these things that plagued my reduced phase. I had grandma come into town and we ended up going out to dinner and I blew it and I lost it for that meal and ate crappy. And then I turned around and I wasn't careful with all of my food and checking all my food and some wheat got in there and I had an experience. And so I had to, I got an, a reaction from the wheat and then I got a reaction from the steroid that I took. So it knocked me down to like only a three pound weight loss. And I was in my third week and I was so frustrated, but you know what? I didn't quit despite all of that. I didn't quit. And I kept going. I still had like 10 days left and I did it and I got it from three pounds to seven pounds. Now, maybe seven pounds isn't amazing for other people, but those other people didn't have an allergic reaction to gluten and didn't go through a steroid injection with some gluten in it that knocked them on their ass. I did. And that makes me a strong person because despite the fact that there was an obstacle, I kept going. So that's a big old long answer, but that's basically what I would do is I would keep going, Kelly finish it 
and prove to yourself that you can finish it, regardless of what the result ends up being. Finish it and show yourself, show your brain, show people that are watching you that you stick to your word, that you are a person of your word. If I say I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. Did it go smoothly? No. But you know what? That was out of my control. That's what I would do. Now, second segue I want to make is she made this, she said this one line that I think is very, very important. Do I continue with reduce or just do retrain and start again? This means that I have an experienced butterfly on my hands because other people would be like, well, why can't I just start at week one, day one? Like everything screwed up in the first three weeks and I had this reaction, I had that going on. Why can't I just start at week one, day one? So I wanted to also talk about one of the most basic tenets of reduce phase, which is you have 30 to 35 days max in reduce phase, and then you have to go in to retrain phase. It is absolute. And so the question is, well, why? Why can't I just start over? And so what I thought I would do is show you this little doodle that I made about the two games that you're playing when you go into reduce phase. The first game that you're playing is the calories in, calories out game. That's a, that's a staple of any attempt at burning body fat. You must put an energy demand on the body. The body must be in some kind of energy deficit where it wants to burn the extra energy, which is stored body fat, right? What most people don't know is that when they start, oops, when they start putting their body in a calorie deficit, their body is always going to start slowing down the rate that they burn calories to match the rate that they're eating. That's what you're seeing here. This bumpy, wiggly line is the body adapting to a calorie deficit by slowing down how many calories it's burning to try to match what you're eating. This starts within the first three to five days of any calorie deficit. So I don't care if it comes from reduced phase. I don't care if it comes from a traditional weight loss program. I don't care if it comes from a weight loss surgery. Within three to five days, your body's responding to that deficit and it's beginning to adapt and slow down, which means if I have off-plan eating events that I can control, a choice on whether or not to eat this garbage or that garbage, a choice of whether to say no to a cookie, a choice of whether to say I'm not going to go out tonight because I know I can't trust myself when I go out. If I can control those situations and stay on the path of reduce where I'm following reduce to the very best of my ability, then I'm going to do that. This is the other reason why we also start introducing activity in week two because that, that adaptation is going on. And in the first week, you don't see it, but in the second week, you do. So we have to add another energy demand to compensate for the fact that the body's adapting and trying to slow the rate that it burns calories. Does that make sense? And that's why every week it has to go a little bit higher and a little bit higher so that I can keep you up here. Does that make sense? This is why the, the weeks are structured the way they are. This is also why week two is known as hell week, because that's when we start to see that the body has adapted. Okay. So that's the first game that you will always play whenever you are putting the body in a calorie deficit is this you're fighting against this certain amount of time where the body's adapting to the lowered amount of calories. The second game you're playing is the hormonal and the chemical reaction 
of the foods that you're eating. So if my goal is to burn body fat, not only do I have to be aware of this calorie game that my body is playing, but ideally I want to line up so that all the foods that I'm eating give the reaction to continue to burn body fat. If during that time that I'm in reduce phase, not only am I in a calorie deficit, but then I eat something that causes an explosion of hormones to cause me to gain or store body fat, then I'm sabotaging myself. Because what will happen is I will see either no weight loss or I'll see a gain and it'll happen for longer than I would have expected it to. And the reason I say longer than I would have expected it to is because we keep telling ourselves that it's just a calorie gain, period. Well, as long as I eat less than I burn, I'm okay. No, you're not. Not when you have metabolic damage. Not when you're playing the metabolism game. Not when you're focused on, I want to burn as much body fat as possible in that 30-day period. If my goal is to safely but effectively burn as much body fat as possible in that 30-day period, then not only do I have to be aware of the calorie adaptation, but I have to be aware of what foods am I eating and what chemical reaction are they causing in my body? Are they telling my body to take care and protect muscle, which is protein? Then it's probably a good thing to eat. Are they telling my body to repair hormones and to continue burning fat and to line my, my uh, nerve endings, which is what dietary fat does? Then I can probably eat that. Are they foods that are giving me a lot of micronutrition and, and fiber for very little calories, which is vegetables? Then I can probably do that. But you'll notice that there's no grains, no alcohol, no starches on any of the programs. And sugar is only in the form of a snack that I want you to have opt optionally on the days that you feel you need it. And that's because the chemical reactions that grain, alcohol, and sugar do. They drive a weight gain response. They drive a water retention response. They signal to the body to stop burning body fat despite the calorie deficit and to go in a fat storage mode instead. And as we go further into reduce, they become more pronounced. The explosions become bigger. So what could those explosions be? Well, it could be something like I ate a little bit of chips, but I did it in the first week. So it wasn't that big of a deal because I hadn't made a lot of changes yet, right? And then this one here is I had a medication reaction. That was what Kelly experienced. That was out of her control, right? Could she have examined that her medication had gluten in it and maybe said, no, I'm not going to take it? Maybe, but she was in the throes of an allergic reaction. So she didn't really have a whole lot of a choice, right? So now I'm further along into reduce. So that causes a bigger hormone reaction. And then maybe somewhere in week two and three, I decide that I'm going to have sugar. And at that point, because of the amount of adaptation and changes I've made, it causes a wild reaction compared to the amount that I ate. Maybe I only ate two cookies, but it was enough sugar that my body had been cleaned from so that it causes this huge reaction, this huge firework and sparklers. And suddenly on just two cookies... I gain a pound overnight and it kicks me out of fat burning. It looks like it takes my body a good four days on the scale to recover from it. That's the hormone and chemical reaction of the foods that you're eating. So this is just something that I wanted to point out about why did she say, should I just start retrain, go into retrain and restart reduce again afterwards? She has to go into retrain because here in the middle of week three, 
the rate her body has burned calories has definitely adapted and slowed down to try to match what she's eating. So Kelly understands that she's got to go into retrain phase to raise the rate of calorie burning back up to normal levels before she could start in another reduce. But ultimately what I'm saying is don't do that, right? So I know that's kind of a big old long video, but this is just something that I think if you see it visually, you understand the two games you're playing in Reduce. You understand why you can only go about 30 days before you need to come out of it, which is retrain phase. You understand why Kelly asked if she should do retrain just to start over and then do Reduce after. But you also understand that it's so much more than just calories when it comes to getting the body to hold a normal weight. We also have to control the hormone and chemical reaction. And then the underlying message is, even when there's obstacles, keep going. Get as much as you can out of your full 30-day reduce phase, but don't set up a precedent where when it gets hard, you quit. Because the body or the brain will always look for it to be too hard so that it can quit because that's the precedent that you set. Don't set that precedent keep going so that the lesson that the brain learns is even when things go crappy, I keep doing what I'm supposed to do until it's done. So I know there's a big old long one for a Saturday, but hopefully it gives you some great information. Have an awesome weekend and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.